This is HPR episode 1910 entitled QMMP, the QT-based multimedia player. It is hosted by Frank Bell and is about 12 minutes long. The summary is QMMP is a simple media player inspired by Winamp and XMMS. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello, this is Frank Bell. Today I want to talk about QMMP, the QT-based multimedia player. This project has been around for a while, but does not seem to be widely known. It's a w- inspired by Winamp. Now, a little bit of background. Back in my Windows days, Winamp was easily my favorite audio player. I liked the small footprint. I liked the way it worked, and I particularly liked the fact that it was skinnable. There were hundreds of Winamp skins. I do like my eye candy. I don't like flashing lights. I don't like windows that shiver. I don't like that sort of bells and whistles, but I do like my pretty pictures. When I moved to Linux, XMMS became my favorite media player. And, of course, you may know the XMMS project is defunct. There is something called XMMS2, but it doesn't have those particular features that attracted me to Winamp and then to XMMS. And as an added bonus, I could use my library of Winamp skins with XMMS. And I have quite a few of them, including three or four that I made myself using a nifty little Windows program called Skinamp, which is still available. So I was quite happy when I discovered QMMP. The program runs on Linux, BSD, and Windows. There doesn't seem to be a Mac spin available, and I don't have a Mac, so I couldn't test the BSD version to see if it would run on a Mac. As locked down as Macs are, I rather doubt it. But if someone can find out and put it in a comment to this podcast, you might help out someone else. Now, I've already mentioned my history with Winamp and XMMS. There are some other features that they had and that QMMP has that I like. The interface is simple and clean. It's playlist-oriented, not database-oriented. It doesn't want to go stalking around my hard drive and hunting down all my audio files and put them in a library or a catalog. Instead, and it suits the way I listen, I normally listen to either audio streams or to podcasts. And neither one of those items is really suitable for a library. 
I have a library. It's 400 vinyl discs ranging from the Jefferson Airplane to Rimsky Korsakov's Scheherazade sitting in my house. And when I want to listen to a library, that's the library I use. In addition to the other features I've mentioned, in BSD and Linux with an M Player plugin, you can play video. The video will appear in a separate window, much like video did in WinApp once it had video capabilities, and you can manipulate that window independently. Like WinApp and XMMS, got it out on the first time that time, the QMMP window has three parts. At the top, there is a little player panel with the normal controls, fast forward, balance, rewind, and so on that you would commonly see on any player. The middle is an equalizer, and at the bottom is a playlist window. Uh, similar, again, to WinApp and XMMS, at the bottom of the playlist window are a series of buttons for adding and removing and manipulating items. In fact, the playlist window by itself, if that's the only one you choose to have visible, also has a small player control window with play, pause, go to the end, and rewind buttons. It doesn't have the, the balance controls and a couple of other controls that are in the player window itself. The buttons at the bottom, there's a button for file where you can add a file, a directory, or an existing playlist, a remove button where you can remove an item or selected items from the playlist, a selection item for selecting and deselecting items in the playlist, a missed button where you can look at details about the stream and sort the stream, and finally a list button where you can load the playlist, save a new playlist, go to the next or the previous playlist, and so on. There are also key bindings, a nice long list of them. I'll mention a few for examples. The letter F, and as near as I can tell, it's not case sensitive, you can add a file to play. The letter U, you can paste in the URL of a stream. The letter D, you can navigate to a directory and play it, and so on. There's also a right-click menu. If you hover the mouse over the player window and right-click, you'll get a menu that provides various options for manipulating the audio and the playlist. There's also a list for each one of the corresponding key bindings. There's two visualization plugins that I found, and this is where you would turn them on or off, an extensive settings dialog, and then the about and exit dialog. Fairly standard stuff. The settings submenu is where it gets interesting. There's one for appearance, and that's where you manipulate your skins. You, If you want to add a skin, you click to add one, navigate to where it exists on your hard drive, add it, and then it becomes available to be used. You can't load the skin directly from a file. It has to be put into this appearance dialog first. There's a list of all the shortcuts, all the various key bindings, some options for displaying the playlist, an advanced button with some additional miscellaneous options, 
an audio button where you can set gain and so on. I haven't had to play with that at all. There's a connectivity item where you can configure a proxy if you use one or need to use one. And in the Windows version, there's also a list of file types. Why, I don't know. It also comes with a stream browser included. Now, that stream browser is a list of streams from IceCast. I don't use IceCast all that much. I have no idea whether it's a complete list. I don't really see how it could be. But it's there, and if you're an IceCast user, you'll probably find it quite convenient. I have not found a way to add new streams to that list. There may be one, but if so, it is hidden many fathoms deep. Oh, and I did want to mention, to get to the stream browser, you right-click, open the menu, and go to Tools. There's no bookmark function per se if you're an old WinApp user. You'll remember that in WinApp, you could actually bookmark items. However, there's a workaround because you can say playlist. If you have a number of items in the playlist window, or in my case, let's say a stream, you can click the load list button, which sometimes abbreviated to load, and select say playlist. The default name will be playlist.m3u. The dialog seems to support all the major playlist formats. I've tested both M3U and PLS. I haven't tested the others, but I'm sure they work just as well. I tend to use M3U simply because it's the default that pops up. You get a dialog up to save the playlist. You change the name from playlist.m3u to KCEA a radio station stream I like to listen to, kcea.org. You know, give it a human-readable name and save the file. I have a special directory for saving my playlist, too, so they're easy to find. In addition to creating or manipulating a playlist file with QMMP, they're simple text files in a very specific format. The format is published. You can manipulate them with any text editor. There doesn't seem to be any sort of GUI help I can find. If you enter in a terminal the command QMMP hyphen hyphen help, there's a rudimentary help list that will pop up to the terminal. But generally the options are so self-explanatory I can see why there is no help. It doesn't need a fancy help. I quite like this player. I'm able to use my old Winamp skins with it. It's versatile. The sound is fine. And I recommend, if you're interested in something like the old XMMS, give it a try. If you go to the show notes, you will see links to the home page. There's also links to a Slack build. There's actually a Slack build script on the QMMP homepage. And there's a Slack build at slackbills.org. If you're using a repo-based distro, the odds are it's in the repos. It was in the repos for both Mint and Magia, and also for BSD, PCBSD and FreeBSD both have it in their repos. I've been experimenting with BSD. There are skins for 4QMMP at the homepage, 
and you may also be able to find at some sites some legacy Winamp skins still available for downloads. I've also linked to the specification for uh, the M3U format and several other items that you might find useful. I want to thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at frank at pineviewfarm.net. My website is www.pineviewfarm.net. Pineview Farm is the farm in the Virginia countryside where I grew up. Again, thank you for listening, and I'll catch you all on the flip. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.